0: everyone I'm Sarah Baker and this is mama stories I created mama stories after seeing how impactful sharing stories can be and overcoming the challenges of motherhood I am where I am today because of the stories of so many amazing strong mamas and I want to share that with every mom I can so follow along to laugh cry and be empowered thanks for tuning in to today's show have you heard about how we are changing the story for moms? Mama Fund is a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to providing products, services, and education to moms in need. So check us out at MamaFund.org. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mama Stories And back by popular demand (laughs) is the dad behind Mama Stories, my hubster.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Well, I just said you were back by popular Uh, demand.
1: Not sure whose demand that was, but I'm here. All right, so this is episode 16. I know we don't count them as episodes, but it is episode 16. So Mm -hmm. you and the amazing Mama Stories podcast have aired 15 episodes i guess i snuck in on a couple of those yep Um, but over the course of those 15 episodes you had 11 incredible moms two experts we heard from a doula and we heard from a midwife
0: a nurse midwife
1: yeah so here we are we're 16 episodes in we wanted to just take the opportunity to kind of talk about that and Sarah really was excited to share what she's learned in those first 15 weeks and what her like big takeaways are. And then we wanted to talk a little bit about where we go from here, what week 17 and beyond looks like for the Mama Stories podcast. So um, we actually already recorded this episode once. (laughs) I knew you were going to say this. And it was over an hour long and we didn't really want to do that to everybody. So we're going to try and give the abridged version here tonight. Um, We're going to give you all the great content, minus a little bit of our banter and back and forth funniness. So, yeah. um, Let's jump in and let's talk about it. So, yeah. I've kind of heard these now since we did them on the last episode, but Sarah's going to share with you her five plus 5.1 different. I think the 5.1 was from the last recording, so it might just be five or five. (laughs) Okay. All right. It's going to be your series 5. I promise you we're aways. professionals. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell. Okay.
0: So, um I I do have five lessons learned. So, Perfect. lesson number 1. The brakes are cut and there's no stopping
1: now. Wow, okay. What does that mean?
0: Um that means that when things get hard or when things feel like there's a feeling of uncertainty or a feeling of potential like discomfort that there's really no stopping. Like we have episode one and we have episode 15 and we have a commitment to put out an episode every week and to bring moms here and to hear their story and to hear experts. And so when things get tough and when life feels busy and – when our soon-to-be two-year-old in less than a week s- takes on some serious, like, two-year-old attitudes, like, we we got to still, like, put our head down and keep running towards the goal, Yeah, um, which sometimes can be hard. Like, tonight I did an episode with a mom, and you guys were downstairs, you know, and there was very much so an opportunity where Grayson could run upstairs and have a tantrum, which I'm sure he had. Plenty of them downstairs. Okay. (laughs) So I just think it's things like that. Like when things feel tough or when things feel um, like a lot, or of course there's a lot of uncertainty. We've never run a podcast before. We meet new moms all the time. Sure. We ask people to be on that don't respond. Like there's just a lot that's like learning and growing that we just have to know like, okay, even when it's uncomfortable, like we're in it. Like we're in the deep end.
1: So the big takeaway on this for you though has been you know, there's been a couple of times where this has been a pretty like heavy feeling for you of like, do I keep doing this? It's not growing as fast as I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how, how does, how does this move forward? And you've yeah. had some great experiences in those moments where the world has kind of told you like, you can't stop. Right. So I don't know if you want to share those, if you want me to highlight them really quick, but I mean, yeah. there's, there's been a couple that have really stood out to me that are so cool that really have been like, wow, we can't, we can't stop.
0: For sure. Most of the time when I feel, um, down, and let me be, I I think we said this in the last recording, so I'll try to bring it to the actual recording. I'll do my best. Um, I'm only human though, babe. Uh, so, I I want to be authentic with my listeners. And this dream of mine, this baby that is mama stories is a hundred percent from my heart and my soul. And I swear, I, I mean, I was just talking tonight about how, like, sometimes after I hear a story or I sit down with a mom, like I kind of need a minute to kind of process everything I've heard. Cause I do feel like one of my strengths is that I can just like really wear what that mom is wearing at that time. And It can be really heavy. And so I feel like my heart is totally there and my soul is there. But yeah, like we talk about growth. I, of course I would want this to be a profitable something, right? Like business, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Podcasts make money. Of course, I'd love to make money. Of course, I'd love to grow this business where mama stories is bigger than I could ever imagine. It's in every home and every mom. And you know, when you become a new mom, you get a pamphlet about mama stories at the hospital, like all the dreams, right? <laughs> I have them. Yeah. And so um, sometimes there's moments where I'm like, gosh, like, look at this podcast or look at this mom who's doing this, or there's a lot of that like comparison bug that comes up, which I know we could talk about this for an hour. and I, know. But comparing yourself to somebody is just like not really beneficial to anybody. So. The whole thing is that, sure, I'm human. Like, I get in those moments where I feel like, man, I wish we could be bigger, more, like, do more, reach more moms, be in every home. But I have to remember that, like, when that happens, when I get that moment, I need to remember of all the moms who have messaged me. And it usually happens, like, I swear, every time I'm in this, like, space of, do I really have to, like, reach out to this mom who might not respond or this expert who might not even be interested, like all these fears that I have, I get a message from a mom who's like, oh my gosh, I just started listening to your podcast. I don't know who you are, but I'm dealing with postpartum depression and here's like, I'm, I'm loving this story or this mom really inspired me. Um, like, I love what you're doing, keep going. And it, it's really just like these moments that I'm like feeling pretty low that moms are like, hey, I'm listening. No. Like So you might not be in the... You know where your goal mind wants you to be at certain points, but I'm where my like heart and soul wants me to be, and so it's just this balancing act of like, I ca- I can't stop. There's no breaks, but I also sometimes feel like a lot of the fear kind of creeps in, and I'm like pulling myself back. But usually a mama pulls me out of that because mamas are the best. Yeah, they don't sure. even know I'm in it, and they just send me a message, <laughs> and they just know the right time to be like you're on the right path mama keep going that's why moms rock
1: yeah all right what's your second lesson
0: my second lesson is that this podcast is bigger than my need for perfection Mm, okay um there's this beautiful woman named Reshma Sinjani who I've known for a long time I found her on um TEDx or TED. She spoke at a TED conference and she talks about being brave and not perfect. And I've always listened to her and loved her and followed her. Um, and she just recently wrote a book about being brave, not perfect. She's the founder of a company called Girls Who Code. Um, she has a phenomenal story. So if you don't know her, check her out. Um, and I always kind of thought I I wanted to be a part of whatever she was doing, right? Like I wanted to be brave, not perfect. But as you know, when this podcast launched, listening to myself on a podcast was the hardest thing to do. And so when you edit, you usually do it far away from me. Yeah. I've never actually, I had never, maybe very clear, I had never listened to myself start to finish on a podcast. Um I just, I didn't like it. I mean, like most people, they don't like it. But I've also had my career in the past was a place where I was usually in front of many people speaking. Um, And what would happen is during breaks or at lunch, my peers who were in the room or in the back would come up and give me feedback. And so oftentimes that feedback would be like constructing how i spoke or words i used or isms that i had and so when i dove into this podcast those like red flags just kind of started popping up again where i was like oh i said that or why did i say it like that or why did i butt in or stop saying um or whatever it is and um there it is (laughs) now i'm gonna know it the whole time uh then this one day i was on my way to the store with grayson and you must have been checking something on my phone or I don't know what happened, but I, I got into my car, I turned on my car and my phone automatically connected to my Bluetooth and Shannon, um, was on her, the episode was Shannon. And it was like midway through or maybe a few minutes in, I can't remember, but it was just Shannon talking right when it came on. And so I started to listen to it. And even though I was there in the moment interviewing Shannon, When I was listening to her in the car, I was honestly brought to tears by inspiration of her story because I was like, wow, I'm here. I am again, like hearing this. And now that I'm not like in that space, I can really kind of digest like everything that she's saying. And now that I know where the end game is and all that. And I realized at that moment that my role for this podcast is not to be perfect on this side of the mic, that my role for this podcast is to give moms a place, a platform, a space, an ear to listen to them. Yeah, And it was a turning point for me. I, you know, if I hear myself, I, I listen, I embrace it. I try to be kind to myself and not say um, super negative things in my mind. But really, uh, every time I listen to a mom on this podcast now, when I listen to it after they do their interview, which isn't every single time, but I do try to as much as I can, um, it's beautiful like I love hearing their story a second time I feel like I learn things the next time that I didn't learn before and once I got over my like need for perfection I was able to really digest like okay this is not about me no one's listening to this saying like scoring me on my podcast they're listening to it because moms are again rock stars and badass and they want to hear their story Yeah, of how I got their motherhood
1: all right well I think that that's an amazing lesson and, you know, I'm glad that you're finally listening in and catching those episodes a second time because there really is no way in the moment when you're, you know, having those interview conversations and you're, you know, learning and some of the times you're learning for the first time someone's story. Yeah. um, Which can be a little
0: intimidating, right? Like there's, I sit down with a mom and sometimes they'll be like, I'm nervous. And I think in my mind, like, well, shoot, I'm a little nervous too. Like... (laughs) Yeah. Why are you nervous, <laughs> you know? And so it is cool to listen to it a second time, to, like, have all your kind of guards down and just be able to really hear the story. Um, it, it, For sure, I take something different every time I hear it.
1: Yeah. All right, well, what's, uh, what's number three?
0: Lesson number three. There's only up from here. So as I've mentioned before, growing this podcast has been my goal from the beginning. Um, So to do that, I had heard from someone who has grown their podcast very quickly um, that she sends video messages to high-profile humans um, through Instagram. And her personality just kind of like captivates that person to then be on our podcast. So I thought, cool, I'll try that. <laughs> I'm captivating, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, you are.
0: Good. Good save there, babe. Um, so I started with what I would call my safe bet. Okay. There's a mom that I actually went to school with in seventh grade, um, who's very kind, is a good mom Um, it's very high profile. She's married to an NFL player. Um, she's also friends with some of my family. So it was kind of like if we did make the connection, it would be like this easy kind of hey, guess who I am?
1: Probably a total stranger, but it wasn't
0: a total stranger. stranger. I mean, I do want to be very clear because I, I, I do think sometimes when people are in like the celebrity eye, they get negative, um, feedback at times. And so I want to be very clear that she, Was the popular girl in school and I was for sure like going through the awkward stage of being a seventh grader in a new school, completely new environment, like culture shock for sure. And someone was picking on me in the hallway and she totally stepped in and I did not have a single problem the rest of the year. So I think I've said from the beginning, I think you know that when I first connected with her again on social media that I was like, this woman is like honestly the nicest human in the world and I hope only the best for her. So anyways, basically I'm like hashtag obsessed (laughs) for a lot of reasons. Um, so anyways, I reached out to her. So lesson learned practice before you do, because I sent her a video message and I'm pretty sure I sent her like 18 video messages. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I probably look like an idiot. I'm sure she just like auto blocked me. And also, when you send a video on Instagram, it like doesn't show you what you've sent. So I had to like resend videos that I I'm wasn't sure sent. Sure it was a train wreck. It even was a if train wreck. Anyway, so looked. she didn't respond. Let's just end the story there. So she didn't respond, and I was a little bummed because I was like, man, I feel like I, you know, when I talk about Mama stories, it gets a good vibe from people. I think she's a really passionate, good mom. We have like a semi connection. It just seemed like the easy road for me. And then I was connected with a mom around the very same time, um, whose podcast has already aired. Uh, but I was connected with her around the same time. And I remember almost, it was almost like a day later, I got a message from this mom that I was connected with. And, um, through our conversation and through like what she was saying about motherhood and how she was so excited to be on the podcast, but you know, there was maybe some concerns about her story and all this stuff. I was literally thinking in my mind, like, sure, I would love somebody with 200,000 followers to be like, hi, I did a podcast interview on mama stories, follow this person. But then I was reminded that, the other mamas, like the mamas who don't have a platform already and the mamas who haven't shared their story yet. And that I feel like I'm kind of just giving them this space to be like, hey, being vulnerable is actually really strong. And also I'm here, like I just wanna listen. And if you're cool with it, like let's put it out to the world. It just seems like a really easy transition for moms to kind of go through this healing process that is telling their story. So I realized my long, long lesson short that although growth will come, I don't need to land some like celebrity name to get myself that growth.
1: And that won't be the focus, right? Like I've listened to a bunch of mom podcasts, as it turns out, just to try and get a feel for like what's out there. And there's a lot of people. You're a good producer. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have on, you know, authors and like high profile experts or whatever may be. And um, I I think to some extent, like that'll come and we would love to have somebody, like you said, that, you know, anybody who we've had that has a lot of followers, like it helps the growth, right? Somebody who shares their, you know, their episode on their own social media so that their friends and family can listen to it. Like that helps grow the like web of moms that exist for mama stories and Mm -hmm. the goal just isn't that's not what we're going after right it's not like every week you're gonna hear from a new celebrity mom and yeah it's definitely
0: not the goal but it was our goal until this yeah we were like 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 really trying hard to get we had like a list remember our list of moms we were like okay these are like pretty high profile moms and then i think after this incident we were kind of just like this isn't Not that, again, every mom's story is valid, and I'm going to get to my lesson with that in just a second, okay? Every mom's story is worth being told, worth being heard, all of that. But I just think we need to remember, or what I need, my lesson learned is that I need to remember that I, mama stories will be in every household. You will have a baby at a hospital, and they will give you a mama stories pamphlet, like at some day, okay? These are my dreams. I don't need... To give a platform to people who potentially have a platform, just to grow. Now, if that person is like, "Gosh, I love Mama stories. I love what you're doing, and I want to be on."
1: Cool. We're not gonna kick them off. I would just be mean, right? Like now.
0: if Rachel Hollis was like, "Hey, I want to be on your podcast," I'd be like, "Cool, I will die now." Like I've succeeded You'll all of my cool life. Also, be kind of cool because she
1: could tell a story that probably isn't a story she tells every day, right? I mean, I'm just she...
0: saying. Like if Rachel Hollis was like, "I'll be on your podcast," I'd be like, "Awesome."
1: All my goals are met. Like, we're going to probably need to do a pre-interview first. I'm not sure what it is you're going to be sharing. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> so let's set up a time to talk and then we'll go from there.
0: It would be more like dinner and drinks yeah. and <laughs> like, how about you come stay like, the night I in think my hotel the room? the next flight to
1: Austin is in Girls like 20 night. minutes. Yeah. I'll be there. Like, where do you want to meet?
0: Anyways, there's people I'm obsessed with that I'd love to have on. Even like Reshma, like who I was mentioning. Like, I'd love to have her on. She's a mom. She's dealt with miscarriages, like how she's done that. And then became um like a super high profile businesswoman like those are valid things I want to know I just think my lesson learned was that I don't need that and I need to make sure that I'm giving space for the moms who really are just finding healing in this because they are I just interviewed oh. a mom tonight who is for sure like I think probably going to bed thinking like man there was some stuff I'm I still got to figure out. Or there's some things I'm I'm really glad I shared. Or really glad that I'm getting out. They're to the great surface. stories,
1: no matter who they are and what they do yeah. and whatever. They're all moms, and they all have great stories to tell. So yes, well, I hear you. All right, that's lesson number three. So take us into number four.
0: Number four, if you say perspective too many times, it starts to sound funny.
1: Wow. <laughs> I feel that, like
0: pausing for the like sink like a, in is good.
1: I want to say like an ad lib book, but it's like one of those, you know, whatever thing. Anyway, go ahead.
0: (laughs) So every time I interview a mom, our stories are different. Obviously, every mom's story is different. And I leave there coming home, coming to you, my family, my friends, talking about the perspective I've gained from this mom and her story. And there's two things that I think are really important about that. One, I think that perspective um, is good because when you are out in public and you see a mom who has a child throwing a tantrum or you see a mom with a teenage son or... I don't know all the spectrums. Okay. And something's happening. I think when you know the perspective of every mom, when you hear different stories from different people, different beliefs, different backgrounds, like gives you character, it gives you not just, you know, the book with its cover, it gives you all the details in between because you know, all these different stories, you hear all these different moms. Okay. So I think perspective is really good. I also think my second thing is that perspective can also be really damaging. Because oftentimes for me and for a lot of moms that I talk to, they say, well, this is what's going on, but it's not as worse as what I've heard, or this is what's going on, but I know, I know I should be thankful. I know I should be grateful. And I'm, I'm with that. Like for sure, I think a a dose of perspective, like I mentioned, is good for you. I think being grateful and being thankful and knowing what you have is good. I also think sitting in your own emotion is also good. Like if something is hard for you, just because someone else has it harder doesn't make it not hard for you. Like sit in that. If that's hard for you, that's okay. And if someone else has it worse and it's still hard for you, that's okay. Because if we don't allow ourselves to sit in that moment of, man, this is really tough or gosh, I'm really overwhelmed or man, I wish my kid could do that or, oh, I wish this would happen. If we don't sit in that, then we'll never heal from it. We'll never understand it. We'll never be able to like really unpack it and be like, okay, why am I feeling that way? Why does this make me frustrated? Or why am I overwhelmed? Or why am I sad? Or why, whatever, whatever the emotion is. So I just feel like with perspective, there's like two roads you can take. And it's really important that you don't stay in either one for very long. That you don't stay in the like, okay, well, if if it's worse for them, then I should just be happy. And so all my sadness should just go away. I should never feel sad. I should never feel overwhelmed. I should never feel frustrated. But then there's also the like, okay, I should probably be a little bit more grateful for what I do have because look at all these other paths I could be going down. Mm. but it can be really unhealthy. I feel like if you stay in one road for a long time, yeah. I think it's good to kind of just make sure you're being real with yourself and knowing that everybody's just trying to do the best they can with what they've got. And so if it's hard for you, it's hard for you. And if it's easy for you, it's easy for you, but you don't have to justify that with any other emotions or anybody else's journey.
1: Okay. That's good.
0: And did I get the approval for that one? Yeah. Check off. That's okay. A good
1: lesson. I like it. Okay, cool. All right. Number what's, five. what's number five?
0: All right, number five is my lesson for all of us mamas, which is that your story is perfectly yours. And this has been something I've said from the very beginning of Mama Stories, uh, which was when I really wanted moms to write their story and put it up on the Mama Stories blog. So a blog written by moms for moms was really what it started as. And then we opened it up into a podcast because... Um, this is the best way for moms to kind of share that vulnerability for right now. I still really believe in writing can be really healing for a mom, but I will tell you that in either of those spaces, whether it be a mom writing their story or whether it be a mom telling their story over the podcast, a lot of times moms, when I talk to them before we do the interview, um, there's just a lot of doubt. There's a lot of uncertainty. Is my story even important? Is my story worth it? Is my story already told? I don't know. Like, well, that mom dealt with that. So maybe I shouldn't tell my story because I dealt with the same thing. Yeah. And the thing is like (laughs) so many moms have dealt with similar things, but also so many moms haven't. And we just have to, know that like whatever it is that we have gone through as moms, whatever it is that we're going through as moms, I don't care if a hundred other moms have gone through it. I don't care if 20, I don't care if it's thousands, whatever. Like the way you tell your story, the way your story has unfolded is your story. And the most beautiful thing about it is every time I interview a mom, a mom I don't know, a mom I've never met before, Sometimes a mom I've never even talked to before, and we just hit record right when we start talking.
1: Yeah.
0: Are the best interviews because they just tell their story for the first time, no reservations, no nothing. And it's kind of like this moment where they're like, wow, I like I didn't really know that's how I was gonna tell it. Or man, I shared a lot more than I thought I was gonna share. And it's like, this thing where I want to be like, I don't care I don't care if I have a mom on the podcast and it's a mom every time who's had a miscarriage, a mom who's had a miscarriage, a mom who's had a miscarriage. The thing is, your miscarriage experience is so different than the next and that's so good because the thing is, there's so many other moms who are experiencing it so differently.
1: There's so much to learn, right? I mean, there's so many yes. different yeah. ways that people deal with it and- I feel How really passionate
0: th- about this one. And I yeah. feel like it's hard for me to say it too, at the same time, like what I'm trying, I get really fired up about this, but basically like, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what your story is. If I haven't heard it, I'd love to. Um, if I have heard it, thank you for sharing it. Like, but I, but I promise you, like your story is so perfectly yours. There's nothing wrong about it. There's nothing. I don't want to hear about it. Like, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's great. And I, I just want every mom to know that. And sometimes I have to remind myself that too, like there are times I interview a mom where our stories are different, right? Like our journey into motherhood may have been a lot easier because it, I got pregnant on the first time where their journey into motherhood is they had to have, you know, many years of doubt or IVF treatments or whatever it is. And I sit back and I think like, oh man, I'm not even going to chime in because like, you know, I, I have no clue what that's like. And then I think like, well, shoot, I can probably try to imagine. And it, you know, I did experience having to hold off and, you know, we wanted to start our family sooner and then life kind of threw us curveball. So we didn't start our family sooner. And so there's elements of that that I understand. And it's okay that I didn't have the same experience. And it's okay that we're living two different lives like journeys of motherhood, both of our stories are valid. So both of our stories need to be heard and talked about in the same conversation. So I just feel really passionately that, like whatever your story is, whatever it is, if it's hard, if it's easy, if it's joyful, if it's sad, if it's whatever, like I just think it needs to be told, all of it.
1: Agreed. I think that's a good transition Into kind of the like conversation around what's next too, right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm
0: ready. I just need to take a breath because that was like
1: (sighs) to come down off. Let it all out. Well, I can jump in for a second too. So, um, you know, as far as what's next, like I've as a listener, I've given my feedback as far as what I'd like to hear more of, and I think it's important as we move forward to really expand to all the different, like to steal your word, like seasons of motherhood, right? Mm -hmm. Like people who have we're pregnant still people who have brand new babies all the way up to grandmothers and ensuring that our experts we have on that the moms we have on that we're sharing experiences from all these times. And so that we're getting people in there from all different times in motherhood. Cause it's great to hear some of these stories, but I think, you know, if somebody has a 16 year old and they listen every single week, you know, so far there hasn't been a ton of like information or you know, things that they're dealing with today. And so I think getting, you know, that mom should probably send us a message and be like, Hey, I've got a 16 year old and here's what I'm dealing with. I'd love to tell my story and be like, awesome. Thank you. Come on, Every other mom that goes to school with your kids and exists in this world that has a 16 year old would love to know how you're dealing with all the stuff that they're doing as well. So, um, so from that standpoint, we've got some great moms scheduled over the next Mm -hmm. year. Like you said, you recorded a great one tonight. Yep. there's like seven more already on the calendar ready to go some incredible moms um, that we're so excited about two or three more experts that are coming a nutritionist mm-hmm. um, a sleep consultant consultant um, our first grandmother is also already scheduled mm-hmm. for her interview so really excited about what's coming up in the next you know coming weeks for mama stories but
0: I'm excited about all my interviews. I really am. For sure. But I'm really excited about my grandma interview. Yeah. I just the idea of like learning that side of it. Like you're a mom, you raise this human. This human now enters into motherhood. Like, what's next?
1: Well, there's so many crazy stories. So this is just a quick little like side. We talked with somebody who's a grandmother the other day mm-hmm. that was telling us a story about how her daughter is a doctor, mm-hmm. and her other daughter had a um miscarriage miscarriage. and the one daughter's like the doctor daughter is the other daughter's doctor Mm -hmm. and so she had to like put on her doctor hat to tell her sister that she had a miscarriage and so the the grandmother in this experience is like I just lost my grandchild yeah my daughter just lost her child but I'm also like so amazed by my other daughter's ability as a doctor to like be so strong in this moment and so there's levels of what an mothering. A, what, oh, yeah. No, I know. That yeah. we just don't even know, mm-hmm. right? And we haven't experienced it. I mean, I'm obviously. I'm getting
0: goosebumps. That was like my When we yeah, heard that story, I was like,
1: but very. Yeah, it was an incredible story. It was incredible right?
0: because yeah. it's like, how do you handle all those emotions? And it's only fit for a mom. Yeah. Like, a mom handles that. Like, I'm super proud of my daughter, who's a rock star doctor, and I'm super sad. Yeah. And I, I need to be a mom. I need to be a grandma. I need to be all these things in this moment. It's just hard.
1: Yeah. So that's not the grandmother we're having on, but I'm it's excited not. to hear the stories Maybe from the grandmother that is gonna be on, right? So yeah. Um on, on top of that, so if you want to add anything else really quick. I mean, I just wanted to give my little like two yeah, seconds. Yeah, no, I know,
0: I know you're very excited about expanding the story. Um I do wanna expand the story. I wanna know all of the ins and outs of motherhood. And I think it's important to say like when you come on to tell your story, it doesn't have to be finished, you know? Like a lot of times when we hear a birth story, it has like a start, a middle, and end, right? Which is what makes it a good story. Um, and I think that's what makes it a good story in a mom's mind. And I want to be very clear, like, this isn't doesn't have to be like done. You know, your story can still be in its early stages. Like I interviewed my sister the other day who talks a lot about her 10 year old and like the transitions into puberty and transitions into just being a 10 year old girl and the challenges she's having and all of that you know like that's not over that's just beginning
1: well she'll have you know she has other stories from the past from oh yeah everything leading up for those 10 years and she's gonna have more stories as she moves forward so I mean there's so many amazing so stories. You could come
0: on the podcast 25 times. Yeah. As much as you want. So true. Yeah. Anyways, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'd, I'd love to share my story, but I don't know. Like, please reach out. You can do it on Instagram. You can message us, um, Mama Stories. You can go to mamastories.com. There's a tab there to sign up to be on the podcast. Um, if you just want to sit down and have coffee, like if you're in the area and you just want to tell me your story and not talk on the podcast, like that's also one of my favorite things in the world to do. So you can message me or contact us on the website and I will sit down with you and we'll have coffee and just chat about it.
1: Yeah. Not even if it's you, if you know a mom who has an incredible story that she would probably want to tell or just anybody that's out there that you know, you know, that hasn't listened to mama stories and you enjoy listening to it.
0: Yeah. I would say, I mean, I wish I could actually know the percentage, but how many of the moms did I actually know? I think, I think actually a majority of them were connections where people being like, you need to interview this mom. You need to connect with this person.
1: Yeah. I mean, before this all started, I think, what? Three, What did I say? It's been 11 moms. Mm -hmm. So
0: three of them I knew. Three, yeah. Yeah, that would be, that would make sense. And then the rest were all connections. All the experts have been connections. All the mamas have been connections. Just like random people being like, I know a mom. And then we chat, we go have coffee and
1: we do an interview. A lot of that's because if you know them too well, like when you did your sister interview and it went for three hours. I
0: haven't told the listeners that yet.
1: That's why it's not airing yet. (laughs)
0: my sister and I did an interview. If you saw it on Instagram and we did it for three hours and 10 minutes. And so Dustin said, redo it. It's so my first will. time
1: to really step up and have as to the producer. have to. Uh, Dude, we're going s- way over. We yeah. said
0: we wouldn't. So let's end it.
1: Okay. All right. Well, those are some good lessons. Anybody out there that um, is listening right now and has heard an episode of the mama stories podcast. We appreciate you. Yes. Um, more than, you know, I appreciate all of the mamas that have been on and all of the mamas who are signed up and will be on the Mama Stories podcast. Uh, I you guys, we have just,
0: so many interviews signed up. I'm actually a little overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, it's so cool though. But it's
0: really awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. So with that being said though, if you want to be on the podcast, still reach out, because <laughs> there's still plenty yeah. of time to squeeze in interviews, so I promise. So many
1: weeks in the year. And if we have so many mamas lined up out the door, we, might we do can two always a week. go to two a week. Because yep. who let's, knows?
0: Let's bring them out, bring them out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Bring them out. Bring them out. One way to end it. Okay. You're welcome.
1: All right. Well, thank you, everybody.
0: Yes. We love you. Thank you for listening. I hope you loved it. Please subscribe to this podcast so you can get the latest episodes and tell us what you think about it in the reviews. And mamas, I love you.